0: We are live with Coach Ant and Coach Stanley. Uh, for, What's up, guys? <laughs> for episode one of the new season, technically episode 11, Coach's Corner. Uh, we are doing interviews, just a broad topic. Um, uh-huh. What kind of people we would hire and um, kind of uh, just a basis of. I was actually thinking about this a lot the last couple of days and I was talking with Lexi. And about like questions you would ask, because the questions I would ask would not be the same as a lot of other people, because I want to get to know the person. I think, yeah, you obviously ask the questions you want to know for their job, like whatever they're doing, but I want to know what their personality is like.
1: Mm -hmm. I want to know
0: who I'm working with. I I mean, your, your job experience sounds odd, but is not as important as who you are.
1: To a certain degree, um, yes and no. Uh, I mean, I'm always about giving someone a break, and this is actually a great topic because this is right around the time where I'm starting to get new interns for the spring semester. So opening up season two, and I'm actually going through this process right now with getting interns, so it's awesome. So I can actually give an insight on how I do things. So I do like to, um, like you were saying, you know, the experience is not that important. Because when when it comes to doing internships, when it comes to doing internships, the yeah. experience is not that important because you're just starting out. I love giving people breaks um, because somebody gave me a break, and you know several actually, ex- you know several ex- people gave me a break because obviously I got I did an internship, I did a professional internship, and then I did uh, a graduate assistantship, another professional internship. So breaks were always given to me. So I mean, like you have to you have to get that experience, you have to get those hours underneath your belt um to understand what strength conditioning is now that route was also the collegiate route is what i was taking at that time and then you know before i went to private um but i do i do like to know who the person is because i remember my very first internship uh, <laughs> i went for my interview and i went straight out of class there was everybody was kind of like dressed up had khakis on and polos and i come straight out of a I think I was in biomechanics or something like that. We had a lab that day. So I went straight to my in, my internship interview in basketball shorts, a workout shirt that I wore in the weight room uh, with the football team and stuff and like, you know, I just showed up. But I did my internship at my at my university. So like, I'm like, you know what? They already know who I am. So I'm just gonna show up the way I wanna show up and then it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, so I, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna show my personality. I'm just gonna be who I am, and I get grilled the first five minutes of this whole thing because I don't look professional. And so, like, I that's why I say like learning from them, and that's how you know I started my building blocks experience. Is more on what I look at, but like also the uh, the personality because the they taught me at an early point that the way that I look coming into my interview was hurting my chances of actually getting that internship. And then, but my personality is what helped me get the internship. Cause I mean, there was probably, I don't know how many people intern, but I, I remember seeing at least five to five to six people sitting there like in the, in the like waiting area, waiting to get interviewed. And I was the only one that got it. Mm. There was two interns. It was me and another guy that that came all the way from Ohio. So on the campus wise, I was the only one that had got it that semester. It was just us two that intern, and I mean we worked our butts off, you know, and it was part of partially it was because our mentality, it was we already knew we were already collegiate athletes. So we kind of knew how a collegiate weight room worked because everybody wants to kind of do the collegiate weight room internship. They think it's cool, but it turns into the personality of, I want to hang out with the athletes because I think the athletes are cool. I don't want to hang out with athletes. I hung out with the athletes already. Like, I already knew who they were. So, like, <laughs> I, you know, I was already with them. So, like, I wanted to actually learn how to be a coach. So, like, your personality, like you said, I mean, like, when you're looking at it different ways, personality does come big as a big part because, I mean, like, you're talking about, like, you know, as far as, like, coaching with volleyball and stuff like that like personality, you're going to look at that personality more because you ha- you're you hiring somebody to handle your athletes mm-hmm. and, and not only also are they their ability to coach the volleyball itself.
0: Yeah. And that's where I think that, that's where that, that question really differs is do you go from – oh, my hand just disappears. That's just, I got used to that. Is you, uh, you ask that question depending on your situation. Is if it's professional, yeah, there's a lot more, we'll say, I don't know, career and uh, academic, I guess, or research goal, goal-oriented questions. But then you have mm-hmm. a lot more personality when it comes to private because you're dealing with the people that are already outside of that. It's kind of like right. you're, kind of, you're outside of that machine and you're basically running on your own. And you're not, you're not like a cog in the wheel. So, right. and I know th- that term gets thrown around a lot when it comes to like those, the, uh, especially like the Alabamas or the Ohio States or anything like that. And you're kind of a piece and you have to keep moving. And it's not, do you want to do it this way? It's you're going to do it this way. And that's where some people, I, I think that's, I, I think one question that I thought of that I think was funny um, Is uh, are you malleable, and that's something I've never been asked. But I wish I was. Yeah. (laughs) Now, one on the funny side is you know, have you ever had a dog growl at you just when you walk by them? You know,
1: I've never had that question.
0: But you know what I mean. If you think of it more like a personality trait, or are you Mm -hmm. a dog person? Do you like animals? You know, something as simple as that could really put a red flag to something. I'm not saying that that question does that, but you know, a trail trail of questions could do that. There are
1: definitely certain questions out there. I remember when I was doing my internship, um, at the time, my boss was giving us like these articles to read as an intern, um, how to be a better intern or how to fulfill your internship and stuff like that. And I remember there was a list of like simple questions, you know, that you ask yourself that could be asked to you. And and some of these things were just like off the wall, like one of them. And it's not necessarily off the wall because I mean, they read, uh, they wrote wrote a whole book about it, but it was like, you know, do you make your bed in the morning? Um, How do you start your day? How do you, because a lot of people want to see that because they want to see what type of person you are as far as like, how do you handle your, your regular daily routines? Mm. Are you a person that's always going to be late? Are you a person that's going to be on time are you a person that's going to stay late you know all those different things are you going to go above and beyond what we ask um and a lot and like you're saying those questions those can you know either help or harm you in a certain ways
0: yeah i think there was um hang on a second there i gotta got look something up uh there was one guy he actually the funny thing you say uh make your bed uh was University of Texas at Austin, 2014 commencement address by Admiral McRaven. And that's the one thing he says, like the very first thing. He's like, if you can make your bed in the morning, you've already accomplished something. So if you've already accomplished something, then you can't say that you haven't done anything the whole day. You're already on a good step. And I know, I wish I would have lived by that a long time ago. Because that would that would have if that would have been my 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 make or break from the start, that would have been huge. Because that yeah, would it, seem like a messy year. I'm not organized when, you know, I was a lot of the times the first one there, last one to leave, and everything.
1: It is uh, this those I I had to did a video last week about small victories. I mean, and that's one of them. And you know, like winning the day. We talk, and it's and this is kind of more like uh, on the athletic side. Uh, we always especially during the off season. This is a, a big when you always do the off season. Everybody wants to do like the winning edge program, the the winning program, whatever, because this is when you instill the good habits, Uh, you know, trying to go into the season. Because obviously if you don't have those habits going into the season, you're, you're just not going to have them during the season. Yeah. So it's like, it's a building block. So like thinking of, you know, making the bed, you're, you're already doing the winnings of that day, making your bed, you made it to work on time. You got, you know, this portfolio done. You got that portfolio done. You're, you're excelling with this client or that client, what have you. It's, you know, it's the small victories that build and win that whole day. And then you start over and then you make sure that you win the next day.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, there was, there's actually something I saw and this is going to sound really funny coming from us that, you know, we're supposed to be regimented and, everyone that sees us are like, oh, well, you guys just train and train and train. That's all you do. It's very professional. I'm like, ah, no, I go home and I'm going to sit and play my Xbox or I'm going to try and relax when I get home. <laughs> you know, try to. If we don't have you gotta You got to like, unwind. <laughs> yeah. And so I actually saw something uh, in a game I was playing and it said, uh, have courage in your heart and lightning in your hand. Huh. And that for me, I was kind of like paused it. And I was like, I need to write that down. Because to me, that was just way more profound than the context of what it was put in. And I think that's the beauty of language. And because we can can take something so simple that you would normally put, you know, some people might put it as a slogan to a game or someone might put it in the, you know, maybe in a small paragraph in a book and you don't really see it. It could just be kind of pushed to the side, but... I think that's a wonderful thing about interpretation is we get to pull certain things out and not so much twist them to what we want, but Mm -hmm. one word can mean multiple things.
1: Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, I'll give a prime example. Like I said, I'm doing my interviews for interns and stuff. And the biggest question with interns all the time is what time do you want me here? This is when I usually make or break with interns. And not necessarily with me, it's just if they really want to do it or not. Doing an internship with me, obviously, yes, it is kind of easy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not the hardest person to do an internship with. The hardest part of your internship is will you get up on time? Because every I only require my interns to be there Monday through Friday, 5.15 in the morning to 12 o'clock. And they're done for the rest of the day. They don't, if they want to come in in the afternoons, that's completely up to them. But the way that the gym is set up and the way that, you know, training is set up, most of my training that they can grasp and learn from is in the peak hours of the morning, you know, until lunchtime. And then after that, you know, I'm, I'm, I sell it to them exactly like that. I'm like, you know what, if you want to work with me, you got to be here early in the morning to so 12 o'clock. And you have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. Now, most of the time, especially like if they're coming from coastal, they usually don't have another class or they have like an internship class where they only really meet every once in a while. And I think now mostly it's through online anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's like, guys, you can literally come in, do the best that you can show up on time, grasp all the information, be a sponge, be done at 12 o'clock. And what college senior does not want to be done? at 12 o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) think about like i remember when i was a senior like it was either i wanted to be done at 12 o'clock or i didn't want to have class until 12 o'clock it was like it depended on what minds did you want to sleep later did you want to you know get everything done and then have the rest of the day to do whatever um and i'll tell you i was like hey you might you might have a job most jobs you know especially like afternoon wise they're going to start at like two three o'clock i mean yes you're going to have to work all day but you get your internship done, you're going to get your hours no matter what. Mm-hmm. And boom, you're productive. Because what am I instilling? I'm instilling in you how to be productive and how it's going to be when you're an adult. If you Just have a regular easy job. Transition. Right. It, when you have a regular job, if you stay in strength and conditioning, if uh, especially if you go into strength and conditioning in the collegiate realm, everybody wants to work with football. That's always the biggest thing. Everybody wants to work with football. So not well, not you, but <laughs> but like most of the time, we're like when we get interns and something they like, "Oh, I want to help with football. I want to do this because it's the most not nah, okay. I don't want to say that because that's wrong. It's not the most exciting sport. I'm very biased on that, but it is it is the, it's an exciting sport to work with because that's it is probably variety. right and and there's so many different athletes and so many different per- personalities. So, like, everybody, when you're going to do an internship, everybody wants to work with the biggest sports that are on campus. Like, obviously, if you don't have a football team, it's probably going to be basketball, volleyball, or baseball, you know, the ones that – revenue-wise. Um, so, that's you know, that's kind of like how it is. So, it's like, well, if you want to work with th- those type of sports, you might as well go ahead and get in your mindset that you're going to have to get up early unless you're going to do high school. Obviously, high school is going to be completely different, but if you're going to stay collegiate or if you're going to go private – Some of these places are going to require you to get up early because that's what we do. These videos that people put on TikToks and Instagram, whatever, like it is true. Like I used, uh, I remember I had one athlete that came in last week. Like, but uh, he was telling me he was like, "Man, when you I used to come in last spring, like at five something, six something in the morning, he was like bouncing off the walls." That is, you know, because we got to bring that energy, no matter Mm -hmm. what time it is. I may have not even had coffee yet, but I'm going to be like ah let's go you know <laughs> and when
0: that's you it phone, that's you're it. so tired you don't care
1: oh yeah i mean yes yeah. and it, but at the same time as far as like and, and it is it's easy like yes i could switch like i as soon as class is over it's gone uh-huh. i'm zapped <laughs> out but then when the but then when the next class starts i'm back on it you like i got to turn it back on like a switch so it or if i'm doing personal training you know i'm not dragging my feet i'm not doing this you know i'm not sitting there constantly on my phone unless i'm videoing the gym or whatever but um you know is it's that mentality that i have to instill in them like all right this is what it's going to be this is the transition that you're going to have this is you know this is a building block for you this is what i've learned this is what i've learned over the years what i've learned from reading as well because obviously things change throughout the years you got to you know, these different generations, you got to talk to them completely different and everything. So it's like it's a constant building block. And I'm instilling what I've learned, sealing it to you and making you learn more, because that's another thing that I make my interns do is, you know, we're you're going to you're going to read. I have a bunch of articles that I've had passed down to me over the years that I passed down to them. And then I make them find a new article and not necessarily write a report about it, but like I kind of like I want them to like tell me about it. I wanna know what you learned. Yeah.
0: I mean and I'm the I like I like the situation I have with with you and Next Little Fit because I I kind of get a pseudo intern when it comes to certain people. And I have those people though, and they'll ask about my side. And it's really cool because I never saw myself as being a mentor when it came to things like that. And right. so it's still it's still weird, like, and I say that just trying to be humble because I've never seen myself like that, you know, being a big shot. But it's just you, even at thirty, what we're almost thirty one now. Wow, yeah, I said months. that I said that earlier. I was like, I am turning thirty one. I don't like that, <laughs> but um, I went, you know, started thinking, you know, I've got these, got these, I almost said kids make me sound real old but you know these guys coming in that are you know 22 21 23 and you know they're asking you questions and i'm like yeah man this is how this works how this works and it's very nonchalant about it you know i think i think we 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 both are especially with how Mm -hmm. we train and everything and i used to think there was so much of this science concept and science backing to everything i was going to be in this like lab kind of when it came to strength coaches and that got flipped on its head, my first internship. And I was like, wow, this is a totally different look at it. And, you know, I'm thinking the, um, basically all the chiro therapies, people, I'm like, oh man, there's going to be in these performance training labs. I'm going to be doing all these things and <laughs> VO two maxes. And I went, it's just a weight room. I'm like, yeah. I didn't realize how much you can get accomplished in a weight room without all of the, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I would love to have, what some of those big power 5 schools do. Love, 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 love to have those. But you find out real quick, especially with some of the interns and I I know we've had some, you know, you've had some guys come in and I've watched them, th- you know, we we've watched them think through things and they've come up with some pretty cool ideas that yeah. you know, even we haven't thought of or we're like, "Hey, we can add that." I mean, even Lester was doing something that all of us do, which a lot of people don't realize is you know, you're sitting there writing a program, and you're like, "I want to incorporate this movement." And you sit and you think about it, and you go, "All right, I got to get on the floor and try this." And then yep. you get back up, you write some more, and you're like, "I got to get on the floor and try this." Get back up, write some more, and that's really what it is when it comes to innovation and tweaking within strength and conditioning is just trial and error, and us doing things hands on, and if that means that we're that we fall or we drop from something, or you know, we're trying to do some kind of plyometric or we're doing a different barbell movement. It's, yeah, we're going to feel like we're looking stupid, but then something's going to click somewhere. Yeah. And uh just to try and like trace back, because I know we're starting to go off on a big tangent. Um no, no,
1: because I'm actually about to tie that in to, uh with the interns. So yeah. uh with the biggest part, like, so a lot of times when people have interns, they don't really get that hands-on experience. I like the aspect of getting hands-on experience, because when I send you off, I want to, uh, you know wherever you're going to go next, I, my name is on you. You know that's the way I look at it. Um You had to learn something, so I tell uh, I tell the interns when they start. I'm like, all right, we're you know I'm gonna give you two to three weeks to learn to warm up. Next, you're leading it.
0: That's generous.
1: Yeah, I know. That's um, real generous. <laughs> I was
0: given two days.
1: <laughs> I was I was given a week. I, I that's why I do it that way. <laughs> I was was given a week, uh, because I mean like, you know, every, you know, there's so many different, I hate to throw so much, but like, yeah, I am kind of generous, but like two to three weeks because I'm already throwing articles and all this and other stuff, uh, you know, learning terms, learning how, you know, the whole process of learning how to make a workout, uh, building your own exercise library. Like I have a, a semester long project that I make the interns do along with trying to learn how to coach. But, uh, Just like what Lester was doing, I tell the interns all the time, I said, if you're going to coach people, if you're going to do certain things, if you can't do it yourself, why would you write it? Mm -hmm. Um, So like, you wouldn't
0: do it yourself.
1: Right. right, If you wouldn't wouldn't do it yourself, why would you now? and, And now I know there's, you know, people, you know, as we get older and whatnot, you're not if you're not physically able to do it, that's one thing. But if you're you're still young and you're still bouncing around, like if you're physically able to do movements. If you can't physically do it, then don't do it yourself. And and Lesser was proving that fact of I'm going to try this out and make sure I can teach it. You know, if if in his mind, he's like, if I can do it, then I can teach it and I can teach it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's and that's what we have to do. Like when we're writing workouts, you know, and I. And i ask my interns when they're, they're they're building their workouts uh out and i'm like all right like show me how this is supposed to be performed uh you know if you feel if you feel that confident in this these two exercises or these three exercises need to go together i want you to see how it feels i want you to do this workout and see how you feel at the end of the week mm-hmm. because if it doesn't flow right then you know you got to fix it that's the you know that's the biggest thing you gotta learn you know i like to throw them in the fire because i mean like if this is what you really want to do when something when you go off on your own you're not going to be out there just throwing stuff and hoping something sticks on the wall and then you'd be like well you know i just want to make people tired that no that's not that's not how we train that's not how i'm teaching you how to train we train with a purpose uh we you know people are you know people come to us for a certain reason. And you don't necessarily have to kill somebody to make sure they have a good workout. So that's you know that's what I'm instilling in the interns. You know, learning how to actually incorporate all those different things, and then make sure they can do it themselves, and also teach it. Because I've had I've had some interns that can do all the workouts, that know what's going on, but they can't teach nothing.
0: Summer players, teach summer coaches. It.
1: Yeah, and I mean, teachers are and uh, teaching the teaching part of coaching is the biggest part. If you can't translate what you want out of your client athlete, what have you, then is it's, it's garbage. I just going to put it that way. Like you, yeah. you're not you you're doing a disservice at you that point. You gotta be honest
0: about it. You can't. Yeah. You can't you can't code it at all. And I mean, and I, mean, I know there's
1: there's plenty of times I've been like. <laughs> people ask me to do something. I'm like, Oh, oh, here we go. Get these knees working. (laughs) And I joke about it, but obviously every time I can, you know, I can definitely show it because I, I work out myself. Now there's been like a hiatus for a little bit, but you know, Hey, we're back into it now. It's time to, time to get these joints moving. (laughs) Uh, It's about
0: the same for me too. So uh, I know one of the big things, um, I actually got asked a question. I applied to a anytime fitness around here. And, they actually asked a question on the application that was, um, they gave me a case study. Uh, it mm-hmm. of It's more like a Gen Pop case study. And um, I can't remember what all the specs were or parameters when it came to it. But I wrote everything out. And I'm sitting there thinking when I wrote this program out. And it was just like a simple workout. And I went, you know, you can't really answer the question with a workout. You, you, you can't. Because there's there's too much that you don't know. You, there's there's way too much and if I would have answered it differently, maybe I might be working there right now, who knows. But, you know, thank God it didn't. But um there was one aspect I never thought of, and that was what is the connection of the person to the workout? What are they scared to do? What are they not scared to do? And what do they want to try? And someone with arthritis might want to squat but they might have pain doing it so they're going to be more willing to try to squat you know same can be said with anything but that was a huge thing where there's no single question that you have to give a certain answer to right and i know i would have written it that way now if i would have taken that and i think that's the one big thing to anyone listening to this especially like you know the the college students, and I wish I would have thought of this long time ago. Was if there's a parameter you don't see, or if there's a fact factor that you don't see within something, put it in there. If you if you mm-hmm. feel it's necessary, because I think that's a big thing that that even us as strength coaches sometimes don't think about is the actual relationship of the person to the, the movement and what their internal what the internal aspect of it is
1: yeah i think um because i've always you know obviously like i said before collegiate realm it wasn't what they wanted to do necessarily Mm. so it was kind of like what we had to get done and whenever i started private i didn't i didn't know how to switch out of that mode it was like whatever I write is what we're going to do because I know what's going to happen. (laughs) And uh, you know, I had to learn working with the general population that that's not that whole why factor is going to start, you know, start adding in more. Well, why do we need to do this? I've always trained this way. Well, I'm glad you always trained that way, but you're with me. So learn how to train this way. So I had to learn uh, a big deal of, there's different, there's completely different uh, modifications that you have to
0: make. There's a lot of different exits you have to take. Yeah. There's a lot of different routes you have to take to the end goal.
1: And I like, and I mean, like now, you know, we're, uh, Matt and Lester, they're not on the call, but, you know, uh, we're, we're designing this new program and it's, and it has the client's in mind it has you know what they like you know maybe a couple of things that they don't like but you know i understand you know it's in there because it's got to be there mm-hmm. um but they they're they have a little bit more of a of a say in the workout now yeah. like they you know they they're seeing results so don't get me wrong so like it's with, like you have a choice it's, of movement in a way right yeah so like we we literally like i've they've seen so they trust us now because they've been with us for a year and they see the results so now all right now i can back up a little bit and be like all right i'm glad that y'all had results but what what do you like what do you don't like is now what we're asking and we're trying to like make sure uh we're trying to add all those different pieces in there as well as still make it fun because sometimes training is not fun don't get us wrong training is training is not fun um i mean but training is fun but it, it, it's i don't even know how to even word that <laughs> training is fun but not fun at the same time it's a it's a love and hate <laughs> but like it, you know in general it's uh a love li- the
0: process kind of thing
1: right yeah fall in love with the process but you know d- day in and day out it, it may be a little iffy but um the biggest thing is you know and also to adding in matt and adding in lesser uh because now I want them to develop more as a coach and learn how to write programs. And then I don't always have to write every single program, but I'm having them, you know, we all collaborated on this one with also with the clients collaborating and them being like, hey, you know, we like snatches, but we don't really like snatches because, you know, like snatching is one of those things, like, you know, not everybody's happy or comfortable with weight going overhead. So instead of us trying to figure out what a max is for snatch, not for everybody. Some people, um, if they don't feel like they want to do it, or if they've had some shoulder problems and they're just not comfortable with it, well then perfect. You can use dumbbell or you can skip it all together. We can do something else. We just send them just doing pools. So now they have, they have that say in there and then as well as, you know, and also what that's teaching the interns and in the, uh, the same effect is you have to give and take to get what you need. Yeah. If I want to get something out of my um, out of our clients, I don't need to constantly just take, 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 take. Be like, you know, this is what you're gonna do. Just what, and it, you know, you start taking your clients for granted at that point. So you're teaching your like they, you're teaching your like interns. They're
0: supposed to listen to you, and not the fact right. that you have to explain yourself still.
1: Exactly. So now I'm teaching the interns, being like, all right, when you have a client that has a problem or has an old injury that they're still not comfortable with. Now it may be an injury that was five plus years old, but they're still not comfortable. It doesn't matter. If they're not comfortable, they're not comfortable. So what do you do? What is the next steps? What is the modification? And we have to be fast with it. It can't be like when somebody's asking me a question and it's a certain movement that they can't do, I'm quick, like, boom, let's do this instead. And that's the way it's gotta be. I've learned my exercise library, you know, over these so many years, uh, it took me until when 2015 is when I finally developed a full length of exercise library. And, um, and needless to say, I started in 2012. So, um, 2015, I finally learned one and then, you know, it's now two, uh, 2021, I'm going to say 2020, 2021, um, and I'm still learning. All right, boom, let's go. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Still learning clients, you know, cause I'm getting new clients every once in a while, uh, throughout the months, throughout the weeks. And it's like, all right, this person's got this need, this person's got that need, especially when it comes to personal training, I've just, Mm -hmm. I've just added on like, six new personal training clients in this past week. And it's like every last one of them is got a different case got a different uh, rhyme or reason. One just had a baby, you know, the other one's got uh, sisters are just trying to hang out and work out together. One just graduated from college, but trying to lose, you know, the, the college weight that was gained and trying to be back like they were in high school. You know, there's so many different things. So what, So it's like, what do I have to put together to make sure that everyone is successful?
0: I mean, and that that's another thing is like asking asking your, your interviewees, like, can you work on the fly? Yeah. And it's not so much can you work in a high pressure situation, but can you adapt? Mm-hmm. And it's not... And it doesn't have to be super super like super fast like we are when it comes to things. Because that, that took years. I mean, let's be honest. There was so much trial and error between all of that. Oh, but, yeah. Absolutely. There's plenty of times where you're like, hey, let's do this. Because I don't know. I mean, we all did it. And you go, hey, let's do this. And you go, okay, well, a little less pain. We got a little closer. Let's try this. Maybe it took you five steps to get to it. And then the next time it took you three. Okay, that's still a huge improvement. That's 40, 40% better. Right there, yeah. so you already got better at what you're doing and at who you are. So instead of going, "Oh man, like why didn't I get it to too Like you already knocked out two steps. That's huge mm-hmm. when it comes to the scientific process of everything. There's there's not so much you know of that revolving door of basically getting kicked and going, "That's not right. No, let's do it again. That's not right." So I
1: yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, it's trial and error. I mean, like we say it all the time. There's several ways to skin a cat. There's several different ways to scan a cat. So, like, we, like, just because, uh, you know, like, literally take all four of us, or five of us, I should say, take all five of us, and somebody asks us a question about a modification, and then, and then, you know, we may have five different answers, but they all might be right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and, whichever
0: and it, one they like.
1: Yeah. And it is honestly, this just exercise is, is, is that, and I'm trying not to say weird, but it's, it is that, is that crazy. Like there's so many different things that that you can do in the same movements, hit the same areas, same muscles and everything and be completely different exercises, which is why this, you know, like I'm, my, my new adventure out because I'm with these new interns, I'm going to learn how to do reels. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> old. About this <laughs> yeah. I feel old, but I'm going to, I'm going to have these, uh, I'm going to have my interns teach me how to do reels because, you know, now with the strength conditioning world is the how to, so that's the algorithm that everybody wants to use the how to, how to do this, how to do that. Um, teaching people how to do things, you know, you know, maybe I just want to just show my own training, what have you, but I want to, you know, I want to get that attachment and like with the, with the audience and figure out you know, I can show there are so many different ways that we teach how to do things, and that we can definitely keep you safe. In the same retrospect, yeah.
0: I don't know another. I, I had pulled up uh, what was it said top forty one or top 40 oh, 46 common interview questions, <laughs> and I know even from reading through like ten of these. I mean, we've all we've all answered them. The one that I liked but hated at the same time. Was, tell me about a challenge or conflict you faced in your workplace and how you dealt with it. And
1: I always love those questions.
0: (laughs) I, I because you know, and I thought about it, and I'm like, man, you know, this question really really makes me sound bad. That was my first thought, and I was like, oh, do I say it? Yeah, yeah. Screw it, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll just I'll tell my example, tell what happened, but you know, I don't think. I don't like questions like
1: that because no, there's so cause I always factors. feel like I, I, yeah, I feel like I end up lying on those type of yes, questions. Yes, yes,
0: yes, um, yes,
1: yes. Or is it, is it like, am I making, am I sitting here making up a fake situation and I'm going to make up a fake answer at the same time? But like, <laughs> I, I, it, because I, you know, I don't really, I'm a big dude as it is. I don't try to be, you know, confrontational with people because it's it can be perceived differently you know i'm i overpower some people so um but like those type of questions like if there's a confrontation at your job this and this is going on what do you do uh <laughs> you know I, I just stay away from those i don't even ask my interns those type of questions i don't even know was that uh was anytime just, fitness
0: no 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 i just found this list no, oh, I mean, oh! I've, you I've just thought question a list of questions. Yeah, I'm just saying, like basic interview questions. Yeah. Because I know. Y- you you have to guess that a lot more of the mainstream commercial gyms, mm-hmm. and even some of the I guess newer business owners would probably ask something like that just to be safe, just to have an idea. But I mean, you can. The,
1: that, that goes that goes with your your thing on learning the personality of a person.
0: Yeah, and I think you can lie. You, you can lie that way, like you can lie through that, and I, I, I think, I don't know. I had someone tell well, we'll me. we'll learn real fast. Yeah, I, I had someone tell me this a little while ago. Was um, you can't tell what's in a man's a man's mind, but you can see what's in their heart through through their eyes, and mm. I think you can. You can really tell about somebody if you can just look at them while they talk.
1: Oh yeah. And, and and that's true because uh, let's say, um, say for instance, okay, we talk about this all the time. My uh, in in the interns that I have, like especially if I have a big group of interns, I love having bigger groups of interns because I don't like you know it's not like necessarily picking on them, but it shows each and every one of them how they would be ranked in a work field, you know, in a workplace. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I would do, like, you know, what we call, like, evals and stuff like that. And then I remember at one point we used to rank the interns and be like, hey, if, you know, if anything was going on, this would be the first person I call on. And it would kind of like, and Lester talks about it because I didn't pick him first and when he was when he was uh, an intern. But it pushed him to try to be number one because this was when Donnie was on it. Oh. Donnie was number one. Donnie was number one as an intern but it pushed Lester to try to be the same as Donnie because and they worked and they and I they didn't necessarily butt heads but we played two friends against each other. They we knew them as friends outside of the gym. So we wanted to see if they would take the friend part away in the workplace and see who would work harder. If we had a job opening, who would we hire? Who was going to work harder? Who was you know, and it pushed them to, be, to do that type of stuff. Um, but but like, I mean, that
0: teaches you about you though. I mean, can you, can you, it's, it's almost like being a teammate. Can, Mm -hmm. can you let the friend thing out and hold someone accountable, but still push yourself.
1: Yep. I tell, uh, and also with the interns, you know, uh, during the interview process, I was like, like I tell them it's, it's easy. It's an easy internship if you do what I ask, but you can turn into a janitor real fast. (laughs) Like if you come to do an internship, do the internship. But if you want to just get some hours and clean, I can have that for you as well. If you're not willing to learn the process, if you're not willing to do what I ask, if you're not willing to uh, just go above and beyond, because if this is not technically what you want to do for the rest of your life, why are you doing the internship? But at the same time, this could also teach you during your internship. This is not what I want to do at all. So I respect that as well, too because i've had interns um say for instance say uh i'm not calling any names but i had that one intern uh she came in she had already told me that she really wanted to go the athletic training route uh, but she also wanted to learn how to coach mm-hmm. and now she does have a certification in personal training she is an athletic trainer she is going through school uh, actually she will I'm not naming her name but she will be on one of the podcasts later this season uh whenever we pick out a date but um because I I pushed her a lot too because I told her at the very beginning I said I don't think this is the internship for you but I would definitely help you out and then I told her uh we I, not just me but plenty of us told her we was like we didn't think she was going to make it because she was she wasn't only female on the on the internship staff, but she held it together. She kept everybody in line. She proved to us that she really wanted to be there. I just really just thought it was another, pr- I was like, if you want to be a, an athletic trainer, why are you doing an internship in a strength conditioning facility? But it pushed her, it, it really pushed her to do these type of things. And then she was talking about getting her CSCS, but she did get another, a different certification and she's doing personal training and she actually learned these, learned how to actually train people. And I remember she was telling me when she came into town that she was actually training. Uh, what was it, hockey? She thought. Yeah. She thought YouTube. Yeah, she was tra- training a hockey team, and doing their strength conditioning. And I looked at her, I was like, "How?" <laughs> but I mean, it's just the stuff that she learned. She learned from us. I mean, if she copied my program, that's cool. But um, <laughs> she learned something.
0: <laughs> and that's like that's another thing. You really find out what you love when you get put in that pressure cooker and what you can do. Because once you let all those nerves go and once you let Mm -hmm. everything just calm down and you kind of just own the situation you're in, I mean, that was the big thing for me when I did my my first internship. I got thrown right out on the court. I got told, hey, you're doing A through D, A through E, and then we're going to handle the rest. And I'm like, I did not prepare for this.
1: Yeah, and it was the same thing for me on my internship. They and like I said, it was when I did my internship, it was only two of us. Um I was the only one that was from campus. This other guy was from Ohio and they played us against each other all the time. Uh in you know all the way down to even like staff game days, they would put us on two different teams to play against each other. They, they like we 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 constantly competed all the time. We could, competed as far as getting ideas for the gym, competed on uh, a different style for, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, for like the, we had, there was always like one little thing that we always had to do. It would be like clean out the uh, the equipment room <laughs> and they'll play us against each other. They were literally like, we'll clean it. It was somehow get dirty all over again. And then somebody else clean it and was like, mm, he did it better than you did. Uh, you know, type stuff. Um, and it, it, it pushed us, to be really good coaches, and now he is a strength coach at Marshall. Um, he actually ga there before he actually took the job there. But um, you know, we both went off to great universities to become well, gAs, he probably and we had works with
0: um, Coach Donaldson. Then doesn't he?
1: That is Coach Donaldson.
0: Oh, it is Coach Donaldson. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: I just wasn't. I just wasn't using names. No, my <laughs> <not> bad.
0: <laughs> what up, coach? No, it is. I miss you. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is Donaldson uh donaldson and i both uh we interned at the same time at coastal um and i remember like when he came in and he, i was like this this dude like this man already had his usaw like i was behind the a ball like he was teaching me stuff that I, I didn't even know about like i didn't even think about it. he was like you know this certain website to look at this this certain training style uh, di- uh how to do this stuff with Olympic weightlifting and and i was like dude like get out of my face uh you know for the longest time but uh but I mean, we became uh, really good friends. and uh, He
0: was actually the he guy made me that better. I interned under when I was there for a yeah. semester. He was a lot of fun, man. I learned. I learned I learned a lot. He he really kind of helped me polish my skills when it came yeah. to like learning what a collegiate weight room is actually about. Because I had been away from one for four or five years.
1: Mm-hmm. and When I
0: finally got back into it, I was like, dang, like, I'm not regimented enough and it opened my eyes
1: yeah he he definitely i mean it was almost like that teammate factor like we pushed each other to be the best uh interns that we could be and then we pushed each other to be the best stream coaches that we could be uh obviously he stayed collegiate um i went the private side but the factors are still the same no matter what like we pushed each other to be the best stream coaches we still bounce ideas off each other's heads every once in a while um you know, you're sharpening each other's skills. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, uh, and it's, you know, those type of friendships last forever. And that's the one thing that I tell the interns, you're gonna have some friends with this internship and they may be your friends for a long time, you know, what have you, they may be in your wedding one day, you know, you never know, but like it's it's almost like being on a, a on a team all over again. Like these this is your teammates, you know, learn to love each other, learn to work with each other, and learn to build each other up at the same time
0: yeah i know with oh man because see you were lucky in the fact that you had another intern i was the only one (laughs) i was the only one until they brought somebody in like four or five weeks into it but he knew and he had already said he wanted to see what it was like and i was like oh you're probably not going to be here that long and I was a senior in college and I was kind of like, I'm still like struggling. And you're saying you just want to see what it's like. I'm like, this is what I want to (laughs) do. And so like I was, I don't want to say I was like held away from teaching technique. It was just like, I kind of held myself away because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't want to say the wrong thing and then have the, the head strength coach go, no, that's not right. You're supposed to do it this way. What are you teaching them? And I was kind of like, I know, I, I know he'd never do that, but I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want to step on my own foot, on my own feet.
1: And that's and that's one of the biggest things that I, um that I harp on because I do, I do these um, in service trainings with the interns that I'm learning. I'm making them learn uh, these techniques. I'm making them learn how to teach them because, um, I had obviously I had a great internship. Don't get me wrong, had a great internship. But then when I went off, um. And I became a GA and technically being a graduate assistant, you're still technically an intern. You're just a paid intern. Um, but, you you know, when I got there, my boss was like, hey, man, you know, the stuff. Boom. These are your three teams. Go do it. And I'm like, wait, what? So this is not like me still being underneath your wing. He was like, no, man, you're not, you're underneath my wing. Don't get me wrong. But you have the reins now. Like if this is what you want to do, show me that you can do it. Because at any time you can be, you can be let go, (laughs) you know, as a GA, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. It's cool that you're getting your, your master's, uh, you know, you're getting your master's paid for and stuff like that, but that ain't guaranteed Like, show me that you really need to be here. Like you won your, uh, your interview, but like, I can, I still have another person that I can hire right now. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, let's go. (laughs) Uh, and i did my i did i was a GA for what two two and a half years um yeah because i kind of like switched my master in between so i got to stay a little bit longer stay one more semester but um but yeah it, i mean it was awesome you know uh learning all and that's why i'm so i'm so detail oriented now and that's why i push that on interns like i try to give them that extra leverage now because it's stuff that i learned later uh, you know through the process that i should have learned earlier so I'm telling them now out, of, out straight out the gate. Hey, this is what you need to learn. Like this is, you know, I'm going to give you all the tools. It's up to you to learn them and to continue on with them.
0: Yeah. So, to kind of like cap everything off, I know I already have my topic for next week, which I'm pretty happy to announce um, but what was the I guess what was the most mind I don't know. What was what was the question that, that you got in an internship process that gave you the most trouble? What was like, uh, like, like applying for my
1: internship, you mean?
0: Oh, I mean, just like going through the process. Like if you were actually being in like interviewed right now, what was the, what was the most, we'll say toughest question to answer? You know,
1: the toughest reason uh, or the toughest question that I've got, and it may sound weird, but why? Mm -hmm. tell me why do you want to do this and then they cut you off before you even start (laughs) they'd be like but don't tell me it's because this is what you want to do really dig deep why is this what you want to do i I mean it's not a tough question to answer now but like at that time yeah it was rough because you know you just starting out. you're just like oh man i thought it was cool you know i don't But I didn't, you know, I didn't want to really say what the real answer was. Um, I'm about to graduate and I have no idea what I want to do with the rest (laughs) of my life. But honestly, later on, (laughs) coach was like, uh, he was like, that was your why. You didn't know what you wanted to do. You chose something and you ended up loving it. I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) But I remember I was stumped because that was actually one of the questions. You know, it was like why do you want this internship?
0: It's was a like, requirement.
1: Huh? <laughs> I am like, huh? And he was like, no, like you could have had so many different choices to do an internship. Why do you want this internship? Do you just, and they, you know, like because they, they're grilling me because like I just said, like I was already with the football team at one point. I went to being, a, I was a student assistant coach with the football team. They're like, you just want to hang out with athletes? You, you come in here dressed like, you know, you're about to go work out you didn't dress like you about to do an interview. Why, why do you want this internship? Why should we give it to you? What makes you so special? I got five other people out there that actually dressed and ready. They come, you know, they have it, you know, they have their resumes. Like I didn't even have a resume. Like I just thought I was just about to walk in and just have the internship, you know, but I also got false information. I'm not calling anybody out. I got false information about this (laughs) internship. They was like, dude, just go talk to the coaches. I'm pretty sure you got it. So what did I do? Like, I went straight from class and I was just like, yeah, I want to do do an internship. They was like, all right, yeah, come back on this day and we'll we're, this is when we're going to hold interviews. So I was like, all right, cool. So I was just like, okay, yeah, interview.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, they really meant it. They really meant that we was doing an interview.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I have to say mine would probably be the same thing because that's it's such an easy question, but it's so difficult to answer when you're mm-hmm. that age. Unless you have I, – I feel like unless you've been through a certain process or you've been through certain events, then it's very difficult. Because I know now our answers now be totally different. Oh, absolutely. Because now, I mean, for me – and I'll just speak for me. It's just because it's a – it's the rewarding side of it is why I do it. It's not exactly. because of really anything else. Because, I mean, unless you're Scott Cochran, let's be honest, we're not, we're not making – six, seven figures. But he, Scott Cochran
1: is a special teams coordinator. Now he's not even a strength coach anymore. I haven't followed through with any of that. Wow. He's a, a special teams coordinator at UGA now.
0: Oh, so he's just enjoying himself.
1: Yeah. 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 Basically.
0: <laughs> he's just enjoying himself. He made his money. So, but, um, our topic for next week, actually our, our guest is going to be Mike Tilbury. Um, So it just starts our wonderful lineup of people that we do have coming on. Uh, Our topic is actually going to be something that you mentioned earlier, uh, teaching the basics. I know we did like a weightlifting 101, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to do a weightlifting 102 and kind of going over the bar. And this this is what the title is going to be, the bar and only the bar.
1: Yeah, um, Mike, uh, let me look at this. So this this is actually going to be this is going to be fun because uh, Mike next week when he, he comes with a lot of experience he was training at a, uh, one of the bigger gyms around here um, and now he's doing like his own thing but he's also you know when we talk about our topic next week he wants to tie in the fact of how can we as fitness professionals encourage a forty year old mom of three with zero with uh with zero workout experience um. You know type of thing like you know uh, you know and that's like that's going to be huge because he's going to bring that side of that boot camp side that we don't really like tap into and we're going to bring that side of how we do you know strength conditioning and we're going to merge it together and we're going to show people you know how we actually do this stuff how do we encourage people because like all of us um that will be in this chat next week we all do this stuff and it doesn't feel like work because we love to do this. Like I do this, I stay private because I enjoy working for with the people. I enjoy the people, you know, the joy that the people get whenever they reach their goals. It is a whole different aspect to me now. Like I of course I miss the collegiate ramp, but the uh, the collegiate ramp was more the hype on the logo of what school you was at and mm-hmm. being with the best athletes, you know, being with this this and that. That that is cool. The, don't get me wrong. That is cool. That is great. But now I get the joy out of helping people and I get the and really when people are actually like show the love back because they're actually hitting their goals they're you know they're saying thank you. I just gave uh, people you know um, we made it one year so I gave them shirts and tanks and stuff and just just seeing the smiles on people's faces and they were just so grateful and they loved the sweatshirts that they got and this and that and it's like this is why I do what I do yeah I just love it what i do what i do so
0: well that's gonna conclude us for their for for this week's episode so coach Juan, send us out
1: all right season two mm. Not, <laughs> it's season two it's been great um i i mean we got a great lineup this season i mean like we've we've been talking to some great strength coaches so i got some strength coaches that that are currently doing pro uh used to be pro strength coaches. We got sports coaches. We got uh professional trainers or professional trainers. Personal trainers, <laughs> we got athletic trainers. This lineup this time
0: is gonna be uh, ten this, times better.
1: We we we're just getting started. Season two is about to be great. I'm even working on an intro for this thing because like when we start posting uh you know posting it on YouTube and everything else, which I still have to download uh season one, all on YouTube. <laughs> they're all on don't get me wrong, they're all on our uh Apple iPod or Apple iPod, Apple uh podcast, Google podcast, you have yours Same on thing Spotify. With Spotify,
0: Google podcast, uh, it's Anchor. all out there.
1: But as far as the videos are concerned, I the reason why I haven't really put the videos out is because I'm trying to get that intro. So when we get that intro together, season two is going to be popping. So y'all be on ready, be on the lookout. Mm, let's go! Peace out. See you guys.